Ben Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. The rookie from Arizona State, the leading receiver in the game. Blitz is picked up. And Mullins fumbles the football. Washington has it back. Chase Young. They're chasing him down the sideline. And Chase Young has a Washington touchdown. Is your mom actually on the phone right now? On the speakerphone? Right here. I don't know if you can see it. Hey, what's up? What's up on mute? Hi. What did you think of the touchdown today? You said, they said, what did you think of the touchdown tonight? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm just so worn out. It, it was just outstanding. I couldn't even believe it. I was in shock. And, and I said, he knows how to pick that phone up and that phone on it. And he got it and kept trucking. <laughs> Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 151 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, man. It's been a couple of weeks since I dropped an episode on you guys. Uh, so first, let's go ahead and revisit that and talk about that. The last time I dropped the episode was episode number 150. Obviously, a huge milestone episode for me. And on that episode, man, it, it seems like so long ago, but it was really just two weeks ago. But... We talked about the Westbrook and Wall trade, and I was with my guy Bink, and we talked about the NBA coming back, and me and Bink are actually going to be back real soon doing an NBA season preview, and then I gave you guys a montage, man. It was the best of Curry in the Pot, all the best moments. It was a bunch of moments that, that just didn't make the cut, man. I, I didn't, I didn't want to make the episode but, but so long, so it ended up being about an hour and a half, and... If it, it wanted to include some more moments, but instead I just swapped that out and put thank yous and stuff like that and shout outs, man, because it's so many moments. Obviously, when you have 149 episodes, that's a huge body of work that I'm blessed to have and that I've created for you guys, man. And I love doing it. So, but yeah, man, it was a huge montage, man. It had so many moments and I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you haven't, uh, you're late, <laughs> but go check that out, man. And I also wanted to shout out and thank you guys, man. We have officially reached 10,000 plays across all streaming platforms. So appreciate you guys tuning in, man. 10,000 plays, that that means a lot to me. So thank you guys so much. And let's get on to the new business, man. We got episode number 151 coming right at your face. And I'm going to kind of go back to how I used to been doing, man. You know, the the... Week the weekly episodes, like at least talking about NFL. So last week we had a crazy week in the NFL, man. And let me let me let y'all know, man. I know I haven't been doing these predictions lately, but I've or at least on the air, but I've still been predicting my games off air. And week 10, I went nine and five, week 11, eight and six, week 12, 14 and two. Week 13, 12, and 3. Last week, week 14, 11, and 5. And I just kicked off week 15 right. And I picked the Los Angeles Chargers to beat the Raiders. Nice game by Justin Herbert there. That was a really good game all around. But right now, since we're in week 15, I want to just talk about real quick the current the current statuses, man. We got a lot of we still got a lot of football left to play with three weeks left in the season. And obviously this year, there's an extra playoff team added to the playoffs. But right now, man, I just want to read off the records for each conference. So right now, the Kansas City Chiefs currently sit at 12-1 atop the AFC. Second place, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Also, both of these teams have already clinched playoff berths. The Steelers are 11 and 2. And then the first wild, well, the first, I'm sorry, not first wild team, but leading the AFC East is the Buffalo Bills at 10 and 3. We had the Tennessee Titans at 9 and 4, still ahead of the AFC South. Well, I don't know why I didn't know what to say. AFC South, we have the Cleveland Browns, who will be the first wild card team, man. We have the Colts at 9-4. and four. Then the seventh seed, if the playoffs were to begin today, it would be the Miami Dolphins sitting at 8-5. But right on the outside looking in, man, is the Baltimore Ravens 8-5. I think the Ravens will somehow get in. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the Colts not getting in or even the Browns not getting in or the Dolphins not getting in. But I think the Ravens will find a way. Behind them is the 7-7 seven seven Las Vegas Raiders, the 6-7 Patriots, and then, yeah. I'm going to just stop right there. Uh, moving on to the NFC. Sitting atop the conference. Already clinched the playoff the playoff berth. It's the Green Bay Packers sitting at 10-3. Then you got the 10-3 New Orleans Saints. Then you have sitting atop the NFC West right now. It's currently constructed. You have the Rams at 9-4. You have the Washington football team sitting at 6-7. Leading the NFC East. The Seattle Seahawks will be the first wild card team. Sitting at 9-4. So they're right on the hills of the Rams. And then you have the Buccaneers at 8-5. And, and then you have the Arizona Cardinals, who would be the last wild card team in at 7-6. And, and right on the outside looking at man, you have a couple of 6-7 teams. You have the Minnesota Vikings. And you have the Chicago Bears. So let's just say, man, the NFC North. And then right behind them is the Detroit Lions at 5-8. I know 5-8 isn't great, but... Like I said, man, these are these are NFC North teams, and NFC North was surprisingly like mad competitive this year. Like it's super competitive for whatever reason. But yeah, man. So as I look at everything, man, we're we're really getting down to the nitty gritty of the season. And before I get any further, before I get into predictions, man, I just I just want to talk about how great the season has been, man. I know it, in some ways it's been underwhelming, but we've had teams like the Bills taking another leap. Even though they made the playoffs last year, they're still taking a leap. You still have the Chiefs, who still look amazing. You have the Saints, before losing to the Eagles, they were looking really good, man. Still, good, still a good team. You got Drew Brees coming back this week against the Chiefs. Uh, should be a good game. But the Saints' defense has really been locked in. It's been a, it's been the best unit in football. Been the best defense unit in the fo in football right now. And then. It's just been a good see Aaron Rodgers proving, you know, that he's still Aaron Rodgers, that he's still a bad man. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers who have sort of scaled back lately, man, after losing to the Washington football team and then losing to the Buffalo Bills. They're taking a they're taking a small step back. You got the Ravens. That that game, let me just say that game on Monday night was crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into when I recap it, but that game was crazy, man. But I more so wanted to talk about the Ravens, man, who still have a chance to get into the playoffs, man. A lot of people thought, I'm not gonna say me included, but a lot of people thought that the Ravens would definitely, you know, be for sure locked to make the playoffs. I still think they'll get in, but they're right now on the outside looking in. And it's just been a good season, man. Like I said, NBA is coming up next week, Tuesday, December the 22nd. We got a lot to talk about, man. So let's hop into week four. I mean, week 14, rather. Let's hop into this recap. And I did good on the picks, man. I started off bad. 
uh, picking the Patriots to beat the Rams. I don't really know what I was thinking, man. But the huge story for the Rams lately, not only has it been their defense, but I'm saying lately, as in very recently, has been Cam Akers. Cam Akers has officially been unleashed. I I said the other day that I foreshadow his career in Madden. But if you know, you know. But I do be streaming Madden from sometimes, man, on my YouTube channel. So you guys can come check me out. But Cam Akers has been a very pleasant story. I'm not even going to say surprise because I, I knew the guy had the ability in him. It was just a matter of Sean McVay devoting the work, the workload to Cam Akers. He's been very, very good, man. In this past, in this past game against the Patriots, 29 carries, a buck 71 on the ground. Rams didn't really have to do too much. Cam Akers, I mean, Cam Newton, rather, threw a pick six. And the defense pretty much took control of this game. Jared Stidham ended up coming in to relieve Cam Newton. Just got benched, man. Just flat out bench. Next game, another game I started off wrong with. I started off 0-2 on the week, and I ended up going... And actually, I started off 0-3 on the week, and I ended up going 11-5. So, shouts out to me. But we had the Washington football team taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And I thought, you know, Kyle Shanahan is always a guy that has his team highly motivated. And he always wants to particularly beat the Washington football team after, you know, he has a vendetta against this organization because of the way that they handled the departure of him and his father, Mike Shanahan. But this is a different day. <laughs> this is a different day, man. Nick Mullins, he was under duress a lot, man, in this game. He had a touchdown and a pick. A pick six was one, was the pick, actually. But I didn't know Debo Samuel was going to go down in this game. But the Washington football team, I got to give credit when credit is due. This game, this game, ladies and gentlemen, this was the Chase Young game. This is what I've been telling you guys about for months i've been telling you guys chase young is the real deal and i know the sack numbers are high and i get that i understand that but chase young is a guy that you have to watch you have to watch because by him being on the field he frees up stuff for other guys you know what i'm saying and they feed off of his energy they're feeding off of his leadership alex smith said that chase young he's never seen a guy roam the sidelines while uh you know his team is on while while the washington football team offense is on the field he's roaming the sideline he's constantly engaged but let's talk about the game man let's talk about the game let's talk about the marvelous game that this guy had six tackles two passes defended a sack a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. And a touchdown, man. Shout out to my guy, Chase Young. He's been spectacular. I know the sack numbers don't say that he's, you know, been amazing. But like I said, you got you to gotta, you gotta watch. You got to watch the game. You got to watch. You, you got you to gotta watch, man. You, you really got to watch football because this is where, you know, for people that are stat heads, they can trick you. They say, you know. Well, the numbers aren't saying this. You got to watch. You got to watch the film, man. That's, that's all I really got to say on that one. But shout out to the Washington football team, man. Winners. Oh, four straight? But yeah, man, they've been balling out. Shout out to Ron Rivera, man. He's been a really good coach. And I, I said I, I was really happy when the Washington football team got Ron Rivera, man, because guy's a good coach. Uh, he definitely can help change this culture. And he's doing it right now. He's doing it right now. Six and seven. 
Boston football team currently sits atop the NFC East. Next game, Bears and Texans. This game was never close. Never close, man. Mr. Bisky, he's been playing good lately. I know it's against bad defense, but he's been playing good lately, man. He had three touchdowns in this game. And they got the Texans up out of there, man. I know Deshaun Watson didn't have anybody. And when I say anybody, he didn't have Will Fuller, the guy uh, who is always out for various reasons. This time, he is on a suspension for PDs. Brandon Cooks was out due to injury. <laughs> Surprise. Um, Randall Cobb, out due to injury. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? David Johnson is out due to injury. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not saying any, I'm not saying I wish injuries on people, but it's like, we, we, this, we already know this, man. We already know this. So, yeah, man, he didn't really have a full deck to work with, and it sucks, man, because Deshaun Watson this season, in particular, he's been absolutely surgical, man. He's having a career best year. And shout out to him, my guy, Deshaun Watson. But shout out to the Bears, man, for getting this W. Final score was thirty-six to seven. Next game. Dallas Cowboys, Bengals. Not too much to talk about here, man. The Bengals have been terrible, man. They've been absolutely terrible ever since Joe Burrow has gotten hurt, man. They, they, even in the game he played, the 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 Bengals are averaging eight points per game over their last four games, ladies and gentlemen. Eight points per game. Joe Burrow, he was airing it out. He was great, and it sucks, man, to see a guy go down with an injury like that. Injuries at that, but. They've been absolutely abysmal without Joe Burrow. Like I said, eight points per game over that last four. Not, not, not good at all. Final score was 30 to 7, man. Andy Dolan revenge game, you could say. He had two touchdowns in this game. Ezekiel Elliott, 12 for 48. The Cowboys just needed to do what needed to be done, and they got out of there with a W. Next game, Chiefs, Dolphins. This game had a weird flow. It had a weird flow. The Dolphins started this game up 10 to nothing, but you know. 10-0 lead, 14-0 lead, 21-0 lead, 24-0 <clears throat> Texans, 24-0 lead. Those aren't safe. Well, you have the guy that I think is the best QB of all time. If you guys disagree, he will be the best QB of all time. So just go ahead and go ahead and consume that <laughs> as you will. Uh, final score in this one was 30-27. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second, as you guys know, I always say, had three interceptions in this game. More interceptions than touchdowns in this game for Mr. Patrick Mahomes. He did not play particularly well early on, but he ended up, you know, getting his groove back, getting his, getting his swagger back, you know what I'm saying? 393 passing yards, two touchdowns. Been hooking up with Travis Kelsey, man. I wanted to I wanted to take a deep dive real quick into what he's been doing lately because Travis Kelsey is looking like uh, he's already an all-timer, but the numbers that he's been putting up, crazy, man. So let's go back to the beginning of November, man. I know they played the Jets, but eight catches, 109 yards. Following week against the Panthers, I know they're a bad team. Ten catches, 159 yards. Raiders. A team that, that, that beat the Chiefs this season already. Eight catches, 127 yards. The game after that against the Buccaneers, eight catches, 82 yards. Game after that, eight catches, 136 yards. The same exact stat line in the Dolphins game. Dolphins and Denver game. He had the same exact stat line. He's been great. He's been amazing. He's been, he's one of the, the league's leading receivers. 
Like in receiving yards, he's been that good. Travis Kelsey having he must be having a career best year, man. He's been he's been phenomenal, man. Shouts out to Travis Kelsey. Uh this game, like I said, had a weird flow, but the Chiefs ended up squeaking out a W. 30-27 was the final score. Uh shouts out to Xavier Howard, though, man, who's had an interception in five straight games. Shout out to Xavier Howard, cornerback of the Miami Dolphins. Next game. Cardinals Giants. Another game I picked incorrectly. I don't know, man. Giants been kind of hot, but Daniel Jones just hasn't. He didn't look right, man. He didn't even have a rushing attempt. And that was like for the first time ever in his young NFL career that he didn't have one rushing attempt. Clearly not right. Um, clearly still hurt out there, still hobbled. But in this game, the Cardinals, they needed to get a W, man, because they they were not looking good, man. Like I said, they were a Hail Mary away from losing five straight games. But they've got it together, man. Looks like they got their, their swag back a little bit. Kyler Murray had a touchdown, man. And in this game, he was able to get back to running the football well, man. Like I said, I said on another podcast, uh, shout out to the good fellas at What's the Line Podcast. Shout out to Soundman. Shout out to Marky e. P. And shouts out to my guy, Rome. And I was just saying, man, like the Cardinals, when Kyler Murray's not running, that is a dynamic completely erased from their offense. Completely erased because he's so good at doing it with his legs, man. So, they, they become one-dimensional when he's not taking off, man. And clearly, that shoulder was bothering him for a couple of weeks. Clearly, he was definitely a little hurt out there. But in this game, the Cardinals came to play. Shout out to Hassan Reddick, man. He had five sacks in this game. He was great. Was named Defensive Player of the Week in the NFC uh, this past week. So, shout out to the Cardinals. They got it done, man. 26-7 final score. Next game, Vikings, Buccaneers. Listen, I know the score says 26-14. But I am concerned, man. I'm I'm concerned. The the Buccaneers, I'm sorry, the Vikings really lost this game because Dan Bailey couldn't make anything. He missed three field goals as well as an extra point. He just did not help them out. He just did not help them out, man. Buccaneers ended up winning by 12, but was it impressive? You guys only you guys you guys could have very well lost that game if Dan Bailey hits a couple of those field goals, man. Because he missed three. Let's say he is two. That's six points. You know, the the end of the game, the offense that the Bucks running would be a lot different, man. I just think Dan Bailey put these guys in a bad spot, man. That's 10 points off the board, you know, that he could have gave those guys, man. And that's that's terrible. That's terrible. But for the Bucks, man, they did not look sharp, especially for a team coming off a bye week. Yeah, I know they covered the spread. I know they won, but they did not look that impressive. They did not look that impressive, man. Hopefully, they look impressive against the Falcons, man, because that's a bad team, but you ought to look impressive against the Atlanta Falcons. Like I said, man, they win the game. Tom Brady had under 200 passing yards. Did throw two touchdowns in this game, hooking up with Scotty Miller, and the other one hooked up with Gronk. But they just haven't been clicking, man. I know it's a lot of pieces on the team. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans. Tom Brady and Mike Evans have not gotten on the same page this year. Like Mike Evans was putting up great numbers with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis and guys like that. But he, him and Tom Brady just haven't been clicking, man. He does have 51 catches for 669 yards, but we're accustomed to seeing Mike Evans have 1,000 yards. Uh, next game. Still a couple more games left, though, so he could, you know, still get there. But next game, man. Broncos and Panthers. Broncos have quietly been playing some solid ball. This was the first game in a while that Drew Locke didn't have a turnover. 
He threw for four touchdowns in this game. Hooked up with the rookie KJ Hamler for two. And Broncos got it done, man. Two teams that I think are like similar right now because the Broncos have you know so many guys out through the injury. But you know, as far as health-wise, these two teams have been similar and record-wise almost the same. Uh the Broncos get it done, man. 32 to 27. Next game. Titans Jaguars. This was another Derrick Henry showcase. 215 yards on the ground, two TDs, man. He, whatever it is about playing the Jaguars the second time of the season, that man gets off. That man gets off, man. He has been absolutely spectacular, like doing historical things. So this past week, he set a new record having four games of 200 plus yards as well as two touchdowns in those games. Man, he, I would not be mad if anybody voted Derrick Henry to win MVP. I really wouldn't be mad. I really, I really, I didn't even want to get into this, but it's like, how could you not acknowledge it? How could you not? 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns, still three games left. We're week 15, right? So 15, 16, and 7, still three games left. I know he probably won't get it, but he could, he could get the 2,000 yards, man. He could, he could get that. He does have to go get some really bad run defense, so he, he could get it. He could get it. 14 touchdowns, like I said, 1,500 yards, averaging five yards a pop. King Henry, man. <laughs> King Henry, bro. And if it wasn't for the Browns, Molly whopping the Titans a couple of weeks ago early on. I think he would have at least topped 100, but he only had 60 yards in that game. But let's get back, man. Let's get back to it. Like I said, man, the Titans, they, they blew these dudes out 31 to 10. I don't know what it is about Derrick Henry when he plays the Titans the second time around. But yeah, ne I mean, when he plays the Jaguars second time around. But yeah, next game, Coach Raiders. I don't know what it is about the Raiders, and I'm going to hop into it when I get to recapping the game they just lost to the Chargers. I don't know what's up with them. I don't. I don't, man. The Colts, the story for them has been a defense, but also Jonathan Taylor, man, who's finally been getting the rock. Man, these these running backs that I like, that I've been telling y'all about, they're finally getting their, their time to shine. And Jonathan Taylor was tremendous in this particular game. He had 150 yards, two touchdowns. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton signed him, man. He got into the end zone twice last week. He had two TDs. 44-27 was the final score. We'll talk about the Raiders in a moment. Next game, Seahawks, Jets, 40-3 final score. Nothing to talk about. Next game, Packers, Lions, 31-24. Aaron Rodgers, he's been great, man. He's been great. I think he still, I think he wants to win MVP, and he's showing it, man. He threw three TDs in this game. Hooked up with Devontae Adams for one. <laughs> Not surprised there. 31-24 final score. Next game, Saints-Eagles. This is the upset of the week. Jalen Hurts got his first start of his young NFL career. And I just think the Saints just didn't know what to really, really expect. There wasn't a ton of film on them. Obviously, you know, you got his uh, Oklahoma film and his Alabama film. And just that very, very small sample size of the previous game. But they just caught him slipping, man. Final score, 24-21. to 21. Eagles got it done. Another weird game, Chargers, Falcons, two teams to just play completely weird. Final score in this one was 20 to 17 in favor of the Chargers. Then you have Sunday night, the Bills and the Steelers. <laughs> I gotta talk about another guy. I gotta talk about another guy, man. 
I'm so glad that Stefan Diggs was finally free from Minnesota. Because you finally give him a, a, a competent kid. Not, not to say Kirk Cousins isn't competent. I mean, he's all right. He's competent, but definitely makes some mistakes. He's more process-oriented. Stuff of that nature. Stephon Diggs has already topped 100, receiving, or 100 receptions. This year, he has 100 catches, 1,100 yards. Only five touchdowns, man. But the guy is good for like seven catches a game. In 15 games, in 14 games, he already has 100 catches. That's insane. That's insane. So, shout out to this Safan Diggs, who's been balling this year, man. Averaging seven, seven catches a game, man. The guy's getting open. Guy's getting open. And they're also up there in Buffalo. They're making a, a conscious effort to get him the ball, get him involved somehow, some way. Maybe throw him a screen. Uh, maybe throw him, a, you know, a little hitch route drag you know stuff like that just giving him the ball and also giving him the ball in space and he's also a tremendous route runner man everybody should know that but stefan day's been balling out this year man shout out to josh allen though, who's also been balling and they beat the steelers man the steelers like i said they've been looking like frauds they're proving me right <laughs> yeah final score 25 to 15 and the final game of the week was the monday nighter man that game was crazy man I thought the Browns were going to win it in a dramatic fashion. Browns didn't even cover the spread. Ravens ended up covering it. 47 to 42 was the final score, man. That game had the Disney vibe to it, man. Me and B. Jones, we were texting during the game. We're like, yo, this game is like a Disney movie, bro. Like, <laughs> Lamar Jackson, he comes back in and he saves the day. No people are saying he, he had to use the bathroom. He's saying he had cramps. But... He needed to do what needed to be done, man. Engineering that last drive at the end of the game. Shout out to Baker Mayfield, though. He played well. Kareem Hunt also played well. I feel like a lot of different guys played well in this game. And that's why the score was what it was. 47 to 42, I guess. You're happy if you're not the defensive, you know, if you're not the defensive coordinator for both of these teams. Final score, like I said, 47 to 42. Let's move on, man. Week 15. And the first game was the Chargers and the Raiders. Man, I don't know what's going on with the Raiders. As I mentioned, they lost 30 to 27, but I don't know what's been going on, man. They started off six and three. You know, I don't I I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I mean, they lost to the Chiefs. There's no shame in that. They got blown out by the Atlanta Falcons 43 to 6. I don't know what happened that game. They barely beat the Jets if it wasn't for Greg Z. Z uh, I'm gonna say Greg Zero. Greg Williams calling a zero blitz. They lose that Jets game. Got Molly Wild by the Colts. Then you lose to the Chargers. Now you're sitting at seven and seven. I think it's curtains, man. I think it's curtains. And I saw a stat yesterday from Colin Coward. And John Gruden has a 38 win percentage. 38% win percentage in the month of December. Guys. We must begin to have a dialogue. I'm starting to feel the way I feel about John Gruden the same way I feel about Doc Rivers. No, I don't think Doc Rivers is a bad coach. But in spots, unexplainable things have happened. 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. 3-1 lead years ago to the Rockets. John Gruden is kind of doing the same thing with the Raiders, man. In his career, he started off 6-3 multiple times, and multiple times he's missed the playoffs. I don't know what's going on. 
obviously, you know, Doc Rivers and John Gruden are people that we 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 gravitate to because they're you know media savvy and stuff like that. Not really trying to steal Colin Coward's flow, but what I'm saying is, I think that John Gruden might be a little overrated, man. You know, we always looked at him and you know, I guess looked at him as like a genius, and he gets a ten year deal, man. I don't I don't know, man. Something's just not sitting right up with me. I know Derek Carr did get injured in that last game and very early in that last game in the first quarter. Uh, but Marcus Mariota played well. The Raiders played well enough to win that game. I will say that. But they dropped a 7-7. Seven and seven. Could be 8-6. and six. Will possibly miss the playoffs, man. But let's move on, man. We got a boatload of games. Obviously, like I said earlier, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of the season where these games matter. You know, there's there's so much influence on, you know, this team winning or they need this team to lose and they need to win. There's so much influence on, you know, that. And we'll see, man. But so far, so good, man. Like I said, I started off the week with a banger. Chargers win it. Then we got the Bills and the Broncos on Saturday. Saturday football, man. I'm going to take the Bills in this spot. But I think the Broncos, they as of late, they've been playing well enough to, you know, be competitive. They've been competing hard, man. They, the defense has been good. And like a lot of categories that matter, like sacks and stuff like that. Um, but I'm going to take the Bills to win this one. I'm going to take them to remain hot. Next game, the Saturday nighter. We got the Packers taking on the Panthers. I'm going to take Green Bay. Next game, Bears-Vikings. Mm. Mm. Boy, I hate when both of these teams play, man. Um... I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Bears. The Vikings won that last meeting. I think it was like a Monday nighter. I'm gonna take the Bears this time. The next game, Titans Lions. Give me Detroit. Next game, Colts Texans. Give me Indianapolis. Next game, Ravens Jaguars. Give me the Ravens to keep rolling. Next game, this is a tough one for me, but I'm gonna take the Miami Dolphins over the uh, New England Patriots. The Patriots have proven to not play well in Miami, especially late in the season. I know the significance matters a little more this time around. Um, but the Dolphins have something to really, really play for. And I think they're going to get the Patriots, man. I, I think this defense is going to be able to get after Cam Newton, make it tough for him. And I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins to win. Next game, 49ers-Cowboys. I'm asking... I'm going to take the 49ers, man. They did lose my guy. This is, excuse me. They did lose my guy, Debo Samuel, last week. Um, I don't. I really don't know how this is going to go, but give me the 49ers. Next game, Seahawks, Washington football team. This is going to be interesting, man. This game is going to be so much. I, I, I will feel confident. Let me say this. I'll feel confident in taking the football team if Alex Smith was playing, but Dwayne Haskins is getting another opportunity due to the injury of Alex Smith. I don't, I don't, I just don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think the the battle between Seattle's O line and Washington's D line is going to be an instant matchup to watch. But oh, give me Seattle in a close game, like a three point game. Next game, Bucks Falcons. I'm gonna take the Buccaneers, man. Julio Jones has already been downgraded to out. I think in this game, the Buccaneers they know what's at stake. They know they really can't afford to lose. 
anything else. So they have to win. I'm going to trust Brady. Give me the Buccaneers. Next game, Jets, Rams. <laughs> Give me the Rams. Next game, Eagles, Cardinals. Should be instant, man. We got two guys that started Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts did it for one year. Uh, Shouts out to Kyler Murray, man. They, he also went to Oklahoma, won the Heisman Trophy. We got two Oklahoma guys, man, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Arizona, man. I'm gonna take Arizona. Here, the next game, Chiefs Saints. Michael Thomas was downgraded to out. Drew Brees is in though; he's back. But I'm gonna take the Chiefs, man. I think I think the defense could definitely give Patrick Mahomes some problems, but. Without Michael Thomas, man, the offense is going to go back to being one-dimensional as it was before the Drew Brees injury. We saw a lot of dump-offs to Alvin Kamara. We saw we saw this movie. And I think although the Chiefs defense isn't the best, they'll be able to key in on offense that I think is going to be handicapped and one-dimensional. I'm going to take Kansas City. Next game, Browns-Giants. Give me the Browns. Next game, Steelers. Well, that's the Monday Nighter. Steelers and Cincinnati. I'm going to take the Steelers. I know they've been in the funk lately, but if you want to have a bounce back game, uh, you know, <laughs> you should be able to beat the Bengals. That's a that's a good team. If you're in the funk, go and get your swag back versus Cincinnati. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. That is all I have for you guys, pretty much. I got NBA season preview coming next week, probably Monday, Tuesday morning at the latest. But NBA season preview coming for you guys with my guy Bink. And we're going to have a lot of fun, man. We're going to talk, you know, predictions and, you know, award predictions, stuff like that. And it's going to be fun, man. A lot of storylines in the NBA this year. Obviously, Kevin Durant coming back. Kyrie Irving playing with them. You know, the Warriors are back. Um, you know, a version of them are back at least. And we're just going to see, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to tell you guys all about it. But until then, I will see you guys next time. So, Episode number 151 is done. Peace.